Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Carlin Gay on the guest line. What's up, buddy? Welcome to the show. Nick, it's a, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I'm, I'm a little, I, I'm, you know what, I'm crying a, a tear, a, a silent tear, that this might be the last time I talk to you, at least in Charlotte. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm very happy that uh, you're able to, uh, to move on, and then Charlotte will definitely miss hearing your voice over the airwaves over the, uh, the next little while here. Well, I appreciate that. You've been, uh, you've been a big part of the show the last couple of years, and you've, uh, you know, from your career development, I think the first time you and I actually engaged, I think you were an intern at Sporting News. Am I right on that? I, I, was, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't yet an intern, but uh, you know what? I was, uh, I was just trying to find my way when I first moved here to Charlotte, and I was hoping that, you know, I could, I could end up in your seat one day. Uh, but now here we are. You know, we, we get the chance to interact as, uh, you know, I'm no longer trying to run around and, and, and potentially get you coffee. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on the same level and, uh, you know, get to talk sports and get paid for it, which is, uh, you know, a dream come true for, for a lot of people in our business. So glad that you're uh, you're able to do so and, and, and continue on and, and, and do that in, uh, in a great market like Cleveland. Well, the good news is the job is open. So, you know, call Jeff Rickard. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, Carlin, uh, there were there were some rumblings on the old Twitter machine this weekend that Jalen Brown might want out of Boston and that maybe a Boston, Brooklyn, Kevin Durant for for Jalen Brown trade, but you know that's kind of the starting package. Uh, do you think this kind of a deal makes sense for either uh, Brooklyn or Boston? I don't think it makes sense for the Boston Celtics. Now, if you're the Brooklyn Nets, uh, I'll quickly say that you know obviously with the the whole Kevin Durant saga that's going on right now, if you're able to get a player like Jalen Brown in return, that would be um, you know that'd be almost like winning the lottery. That doesn't, that doesn't happen. When you trade superstars in this league, normally you're getting back draft picks with the hope for a superstar in return. And, you know, if they're able to get rid of Kevin Durant and, and get back a young, talented Jalen Brown, who if he could just figure out how to dribble out with his left hand, we're, we're talking about a top 15 player in the NBA at that point. Uh, that, that would be pretty impressive. But if you're Boston, you just came two games away from winning a national, you know, an, an NBA title, uh, and, and your guys are young. You know, you have you know, Jalen, he's going to be going to his age 26 season. Uh, Jason Tatum's going in his age 25 season. You just upgraded that point guard, which was a big area of need for you uh, by getting Malcolm Brogdon in. If he stays healthy, this team will be dominant. And you signed Danilo Galdinari over the weekend, uh, you know, who could come off your bench, and now you don't have to worry about having, uh, you know, you know, a guy like Grant Williams hope that he can, you know, explode like he did in a game seven against the Milwaukee Bucks and, and play out of his mind. He's a defensive specialist, good, solid player, but he's not going to be able to consistently get you double digits in scoring. The little guy Lowry can do that and he can space the floor and, and open up driving lanes for Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum. And that really changes things. I think the Celtics right now, uh, probably, I, I would pick them to come out of the Eastern Conference, honestly, Nick, um, you know, on paper. If everything you know falls into place for them, they stay healthy. They have a team that's going to be in the finals once again. The problem is, Ime Udoka has a lot on his plate. With if you know the rumors are true that you know Jalen Brown and everything else he, he wants to leave, if he is able to refocus his team the way that he was able to do in the middle of the season uh, and get them back on track into winning a title, this team will eventually hang banner 18. Uh, no question in my mind. 
So with that, if if not Boston, right right now, where do you think it makes most sense to see Kevin Durant land? Honestly, the Toronto Raptors. Um, you know, it, it, for, for Kevin Durant, I think he would love to go to you know a team that is on the cusp of winning a title. But you know, it, it, the problems that happen with Kevin Durant and and, and I guess the, the fans will call it. You know, he had that opportunity to, to, to go and win a title in Golden State. He did that. He took a lot of, you know, vitriol from the media and the fans alike. And that I think he took that personally. And the move to Brooklyn was supposed to change that. He was supposed to have his team, right? Like, he was supposed to be – this was supposed to be his opportunity to show that he could be one of the best players on his team where no other franchise player is in front of him. There's, there's no one in the shadows, nothing like that. This would have been his team. It's obviously not going to work out for him the way he wanted to. So for him to go to either Phoenix – or Miami, the top two seeds that we just had in, in you know in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference uh, this past year, again, he's going to be jumping on the bandwagon, so to speak. If he ends up in Toronto, he's not doing that. This is a Raptor team that finished the fifth seed, surprisingly finished fifth seed in the Eastern Conference a year ago. They don't have, I know you have the Vince Carters, you have the T-Max, you, you have the DeMar DeRozan. Kyle Lowry is considered to them their, you know, the best player that ever wore the jersey. Kawhi Leonard was there for one year. If Kevin Durant is able to go to Toronto and spend four years there and potentially win a championship, he now becomes the best player in franchise history. He now becomes the guy in an entire country. He now becomes the guy that took this franchise and elevated it to levels that, that really uh, you know, weren't there. Vince Carter made them relevant with his slam dunk competition uh, you know, output that's probably the greatest slam dunk contest in, in NBA history. But that's a slam dunk contest, right? He never got past the second round. DeMar DeRozan, he was able to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, but LeBron James owned it. Like, he was LeBron James' son. Kawhi Leonard was able to win a championship there, yes. But that was only one and done. He, he left immediately after. If Kevin Durant goes to Toronto and is able to just elevate this franchise to relevancy in the NBA, attract, make it an attractive place for free agents to not only want to go there, but to actually stay, which has been a problem for Toronto in, in you know many years uh, since they've been in the NBA, that, that's different. You know, that, that's where you really build your legacy. And I, and I think right now, if you were to think, what, who does Kevin Durant retire as? Is he, is he a Thunder player? I don't know if that franchise really embraces him with open arms. Is he, is he a warrior? Yeah, maybe. Uh, is he, he's not a net no more. So going to the, to the Suns, is he going to retire a Sun? Is he going to retire a Heat player? He probably doesn't feel like the, the best players in those franchise history. If he goes to the Raptors, he could be the guy. They put a statue outside of Eric Anderson Center for, or sorry, Scotiabank uh, Arena outside uh, for, for Kevin Durant if he's able to win there. Uh, so I, I do think that that would be the best place for him. And I also think that the Raptors have the, the, the most attractive package that they could give uh, the Brooklyn Nets when you highlight that with Scotty Barnes, who was the last year's rookie of the year. Carlin Gay, Sporting News, on the guest line here talking the latest NBA headlines, rumors, and innuendos. So Brooklyn was a seven seed last year. But if we if we if we go ahead and take out the top six seeds, so Chicago, Toronto, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Boston, and Miami. Of all the other teams, from the eighth seed on down in the Eastern Conference, what teams do you think have the best chance of being a team that can hop into the top six this year? I like I like Atlanta. I, I really do like what they did with Jonte Murray and, and keeping uh, John Collins. And I know that John Collins has pretty much been traded. You know, he's been rumored to go everywhere, uh, including FNZ. I, I heard you guys are trying <laughs> to have him replace you. Uh, you know, in the midday, he he has been rumored big time around. And and I don't know how uh, you could give up a player like that. He's a guy. He's a guy that's still improving, right? Like he's a guy that's still young, fairly young. 
uh, and, and really improving. We saw him have the, the year they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. John Collins played a, a role that you weren't expecting him to be. He was a high flyer, a guy that you'd seen pick and rolls at Trey Young. But he played well defensively, guarding Ben Simmons, and I know you didn't have to do much there. The jokes are going to fly. But he did a good job of Tobias Harris and sometimes on Joel Embiid, and that's something that we didn't really see in him. Uh, is he going to do that for an entire regular season? Probably not. He's going to take lapses on the defensive end. Most NBA players do. But in the seven-game series, when it's winning time, he was able to show and prove that he can do that. I like the DeJounte Murray pickup because now you give Trey Young uh, an elite defender next to him, and now Trey Young does not look as poor defensively as he truly is. Trey Young might be the worst defender in the NBA, period. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's you know lack of size, lack of effort, um, you know, it, it, it just the intangibles. He just doesn't have it, right? So, but now you have an elite defender right next to him. You can hide Trey Young uh, and, and put him on, you know, the, you know, the island somewhere. And Dejounte Murray could cover up a lot of those mistakes, and that makes Atlanta just that much better because teams are going to want to pick on Trey Young. But we have Dejounte Murray on the floor; that becomes harder. You have Capella on the floor; that becomes harder. Uh, you have DeAndre Hunter on the floor who has hasn't really been healthy. Healthy that becomes harder. So. The Atlanta Hawks are that team that I see jumping into the playoffs proper. Um, and then right after that, it, 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 it is a mixed bag of players and teams where the Hornets, I think, fall into this category. If teams are healthy, that's where you know you, you see them jumping up because the Hornets are a different team with Gordon Herod on the floor. They're a different team with them off the floor. Say what you want about his contract and everything else. I know it's talked about a lot in this city. But the dude can hoop. And when he's on the floor, this is a different Hornets team. So let me ask you that then, because uh, it, it has not been the, the rosiest of off-seasons for the Charlotte Hornets here. What do the Hornets have to do or what has to happen for the Hornets to be one of those teams that can really jump into the top six and secure their first seven-game playoff series in uh, quite a bit? Boy, can we, can we stay off the headlines? Uh, can, we, can we stay out of trouble with the law? <laughs> that, that's, that's one. Uh, but basketball-wise, you know, health is a big part of that, right? Like, you, you have to be healthy, right, number one. And number two, I think Steve Clifford, and I, and I know, you know, people were kind of down on the hire, or maybe not excited. I don't I know down's the word, but that's not excited for Steve Clifford hire. But the one thing that we know that Steve Clifford's going to bring to the table is a structure and effort defensively. And I think that's what this team needs. A young team, they need some structure defensively. You're not going to get away with the defensive lapses with Steve Clifford. And I think the constant hammering, um, you know, from the head coach, uh, you know, on, on, on the team in terms of just the attention to detail on the defensive end will naturally make them a better defensive team. Uh, because, you know, now you, you get into the habit of, you know, you know, you can't have those lapses in the second quarter. And that just helps you, you know, as you go on. They have to build those habits in the regular season. Some people think the regular season doesn't matter. I think it really matters for young teams, especially young teams that haven't gone to the playoffs yet, which the Hornets are. The regular season is that part of the season where you build those habits so that you can fall back on things in the playoffs and your jump shots not falling. Uh, you know, when, you, when you're not able to, you know, you know hit, get to the free throw line, all those things that become regular offensively, defense is a one habit that needs to be there consistently. And we saw that in the two playing games the last two seasons. Jump shot wasn't falling. Guess what? You, you get 140 hanged on you because if one end is not working, the other end, you really don't have that habit to fall back on. So I think if Steve Clifford is able to have his way, this will be a much better defensive team. And they don't have to be top five, right? Like, we're, Nick, we're not talking about lockdown defense. You just can't be in the bottom half of the league, and that's where they have been, um, you know, uh, at least in, in bad times of the year uh, over the last couple of seasons. So you, you give us a top 15, 12 range, 
I think this is a much better team that will at least compete and, and get into the playoffs proper, no longer in the playoffs. 